This is Untapped Power, insights and wisdom for collective transformation in the yoga community. I am your host, Amanda Sherney, a registered yoga teacher and financial coach working with you to redefine success and gain confidence in your business and in your life. This podcast serves as a sacred space with a new way forward to speak the truth about the yoga industry and to build a business and life that is defined on your terms. Join me for intentional conversations as we navigate the industry and explore the changing path ahead. We will dive into personal challenges, industry improvements, and financial stability, providing you with the tools to expand, grow, and create. I believe one of the greatest gifts we can give to the world is tapping into all of our personal power so we can collectively raise the vibration together. Are you ready to join the conversation? Now let's dive in. Hey everyone, welcome back. Happy Friday. Excited to be back with you as always to share in one of our quick Friday episodes, um, which is more of a conversation. I hope that you're enjoying these um, in addition to the guests that I'm bringing on the show, but they're really a way to engage in these conversations that come up, these topics that come up. So in in the last episode of the podcast, I shared about the importance of understanding our relationship to time. And I went back myself and re-listened to this episode, and I realized one thing I did not highlight was the connection to our finances, to our money. And this is something I bring up so often on the show because it's so important. And I talk about our financial health and creating more balance with your money and how we use our time can so easily translate into our finances. If we undervalue our time or we don't fully understand the amount of time we're spending on something, which can often result in not feeling as though we have enough money or that we're being underpaid for our services. Our time and our money are two very interwoven resources that are certainly worth navigating, understanding, and diving into for yourself. So as I continue to do this work on my own, and and I do it so closely with clients that I work with, I continue to see how our relationship to our finances, to our money, is woven into all these intricate areas of our lives. And you may not want to think about money or have that aversion to it or just ignore it. But if there is anywhere that is an important area, it is our finances because it it taps into all these other areas and we live in the world. So it plays such an essential role in how we understand ourselves and really how we start to understand others. And one of the ways that our relationships to our finances can show up so strongly is is in our external validation patterns. And I've noticed this recently in conversations, a couple conversations I've had with clients, and that's why I want to talk about it today, because the thing about our finances is that everyone has this their own story, their own narrative, and everyone is really coming at it from this different place or angle with different values, different responsibilities. And I believe that when we start to build a stronger relationship with ourselves, we start to have more awareness to empower ourselves and to make financial decisions that align and support. So when we can get a hold of this, when we can be more aware, and when we can get a hold of our finances, we're strengthening ourselves internally. And when we're operating from a place of whether it's confusion or shame or guilt or fear, we're often not able to acknowledge what is happening, what is actually going on. And because of this, we're not always honest with ourselves. And that results in not always being honest with our money. 
We get caught up in our own stories and it can be what holds us back, prevents us from, from doing it differently. And to know exactly what we require financially and to take the actions to move ourselves forward. And so today's episode, I'm going to be breaking that down. How do you understand and identify where you are using external validation patterns? And what is a practice for working out those external validation patterns and starting to validate yourself from within? And I'll also highlight how understanding these validation patterns externally really connects to your finances and some tools that will start to create that healthy foundation for your money that you're looking to build. So the first question in all of this is really the biggest one. How do you understand and identify those external validation patterns? So looking at your life and seeing all the ways that you seek validation from things or people outside of yourself. And when I do this exercise with clients, because I've done it so often, the biggest one that I notice is really your job or your role, the title which you hold for yourself, essentially what we do. How do I know if I'm validating myself by this, by what I do? If that is a definition of who I am, the best way I've found is to start asking yourself a few questions. And I've given you, I'm going to give you three questions that I think can be quite helpful in starting to examine this for yourself. The first one is, do I base my worthiness of self on the job or role I hold or have held? Second question is, do I compare myself to others based on what I have versus what they have? And the third is, do I continuously ask people if they like it or if they think I am doing okay? So these three questions can be applied not only to your job or your title, but in so many different scenarios, because we all have these ways in which we externally validate. So I'm going to drop in an example here to tie it together. Let's use the example of teaching a yoga class, of being a yoga teacher, teaching a class. Circling back to these questions, do I base my worthiness on this or compare myself to others and wonder if I am okay or if people like it? So if I'm asking myself these questions, it brings into focus if I am allowing myself to be externally validated by my teaching, or if I am okay with what I'm offering and I let that validation come from within. So the point of bringing yourself through these questions is to understand if you are using external validation as a way to feel complete. And so in this example that I mentioned, If you were not a yoga teacher, would you still feel validated and worthy? If you were not teaching this class, would you still feel feel that about yourself? That is the question to ask. If you did not have this role, this title, would you feel the same way? So we're starting to identify your own external validation pattern, and that's key because it gives you awareness to yourself. So as you identify and become more aware of the ways in which you're using external validation, you can then choose to flip the script and to essentially start to validate yourself from within without that outside approval. This will take some time so that, yes, you may love your job, right? As a yoga teacher, you may have that role, but you don't look for validation or approval from it. Without it, you would still feel complete within yourself. This takes time. It takes practice. It takes you every time you notice yourself choosing or saying something because you are seeking outside approval and wanting that confirmation to pause and then ask yourself that question first. Why am I doing this? Who am I doing this for? Is it because I feel like I'm lacking 
Or do I feel that internal pull within myself, that inner desire? And that becomes your ongoing practice because external validation is everywhere. And if we aren't aware of it, it can consume us completely. The ways in which we externally validate can be a direct reflection into our financial health and well-being. And you may think this seems far-fetched, but when we're constantly outsourcing our worthiness through these external validation patterns, we tend to chase money as an outcome or to not be clear on our personal values, how we define success, and the way we choose to spend or to save money. So this can lead to an unhealthy financial situation for ourselves because we're trying to prove something to those around us. We're trying to get approval. And it can often be something that happens so quickly, but over time, when we continue these patterns, we can find ourselves really overwhelmed financially. And so the thing about external validation that we know for sure is that that we'll never feel enough. So no matter how many ways we try to look at it, to change it, to make it okay, it never gives us what we're truly seeking. But when we learn to validate ourselves from within, we free ourselves from this external suffering and we give ourselves full permission to do it differently. And then we start to see that money is simply an extension of this. When I'm validating myself first, I am essentially checking in with myself and how I spend my money is a direct and honest reflection. And if I don't have to prove or be anything to anyone, would I still spend it the same way? Would I still feel as though I had to? Would I still feel as though I had enough or didn't have enough? And of course, this doesn't mean that you won't spend money or you won't have financial uncertainty or gaps in your finances. But what if you could look at it different? What if it could become a more conscious and more aligned relationship that connected more directly with your heart and with your soul. So I want to leave you with two tools, as I mentioned, that I think will be helpful moving forward. Number one, take some time to write out your external validation patterns and then write out the financial costs associated with it. This is big. This could be over time or it could be a one time, a set amount. The second tool to put into practice for one or two weeks, if you can, is asking yourself the question before you buy anything, before you make a physical purchase, who is this for? Am I trying to prove something? And give yourself the space to see what comes up. We're all seeking validation in different ways. I don't think anyone is excluded. So have compassion for yourself and try not to take everything on at once. Remember, one small step at a time is still a step moving you forward. I can promise you this, when you start to explore this within yourself and you start to see the ways you are spending your money, you're creating awareness. And with awareness is the option to create real change if you desire it. You have the ability to create a different way forward when it comes to your money and your thoughts, to feel empowered and to build out a healthy foundation. It does require, I think, a disciplined practice and knowing and understanding yourself. And exploring your validation patterns is a great first step in. I look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you for joining this week's episode of Untapped Power. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave a review. I would love to hear your insights and wisdom. If you are a yoga teacher interested in being a participant on the podcast, please reach out directly. I am always looking for new voices and perspectives. As a financial coach, I work with clients individually 
who are in the yoga industry and are looking to gain clarity and awareness around your finances. If this is you, then reach out to schedule your free connection call. All information can be found at amandastroni.com. As always, continue to stand confidently in your power, use your voice, and allow your heart to be free. Until next time.